Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. But, but you know what? The, 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 the eyes was hard. Though. I'm not going to lie with the fact that I did Yeah, see, that we never wore those. Those eyes was hard. The Rashid's? You know that the Rashid's? The Rashid's was hard. I had the white with the blue bottom. I got the blue ones, the patent leather blue ones. I had the white with the blue bottom, and they had the blue Rashid in the corner. I know the was hard. The shoes with the little Nike sign? Yeah. The little ice Nike sign? We used to wear those, man. I mean, we wore those, too. When we in the late 90s. Right, right, right. I feel right. like ASAP made them shits uncool. Mids. They started teaching <laughs> niggas when niggas was wearing mids. And then it was over. But I'm happy I was able to get you out some New York niggas to let you know, bro. So no, niggas. We've been wearing forces all our lives, bro. I thought it was a New York thing. The way he talks about it, you would think they bro, really believe. That's all we do is forces. They really believe. Yeah. Now, I love y'all they got that state niggas. Y'all got that give it y'all the for. Nah, y'all got that give it to us. I told you, we can't give it to you, bro. We can't give you Philly. I'm just mad I don't hear nobody to back me up right now. Nobody can back me up. Ain't no meek enough out here right now. This nigga from Nork, so it's like a couple of easy. But it's different, though. Where you from, North? North, yeah. North? Yeah. But you can't yeah, get him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fly niggas in North. Nah. You can't get Philly. Nah, my son really yeah, Philly. Nah, 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 nah. Philly, Philly. Fly niggas in North. And he was the biggest three out of Philly right now. Huh? Y'all responsible for everybody beer. Yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> niggas got beer. <laughs> Philly niggas got the beers on. Nah, 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 nah. We got the beers. Y'all got the beers. Yeah, they got the beers on Smash. Y'all got the beers on Smash. When Freeway niggas showed up, we started fucking with the beers. Yeah, the beers is made. Y'all got the beers for sure. Yeah, we took the beers from y'all. Actually, Black Thorn's been around for a while. He's from Philly. He's from Philly. He's from Philly. Look, he said he's from Philly. Y'all got the spinners too. Y'all got the spinners. For sure, they got the spinners. All right, we're going to get back to that. We're going that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if you've been under a rock or smoking rock, you now tuned into the motherfucking person's party podcast. Chip. Followed by the wack and sad lip in the game. Chip. Chip. It never, it never fucking gets better. It never gets better. I don't know who we got, nigga. (laughs) Today we got more family in the house. You know what I mean? We was just chopping it up on, or off camera. That the camera started rolling. We forgot the camera was rolling because we just, you know what I mean, doing what we do. You know what I mean? This guy right here is, is, is family. Is somebody that I've kept an eye on throughout the years, and you know, time and. Timing, you know, life be life and time be timing. So, 
crossing paths is, you know, we it, it's always in passing or, or social media-ish. So we feel like we speak to each other a lot because we're on social media, but in reality, it's like, oh, my nigga JoJo, he's finally physically here. Right. You feel me? I have motherfucking uh, hip-hop royalty Facts. in the house tonight. You know what I mean? I got my motherfucking brother JoJo Simmons in the house. Shit! I appreciate you having me, my boy. It's like you said, a lot of passing by and other people and social media, but we never physically actually smoked one and, mm -hmm. and, and chilled. But you know I smoked weed. I know. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, Nigga hold been on. Like, for a long time. For a minute. Yeah. And I'm like, hold <laughs> on the low. And then when it got on the high, I'm like, okay. This nigga ready to smoke up camera? Hold on, let me cast off this off with this. Hold up. I told him I had something to say to him. Right? I had say Talk to me. When Barack Obama got elected, you was on 125th Street. For sure. I seen shit. You was in a BMW, right? I'm gonna tell you why I was there too in a minute. All right, so go ahead, go ahead, tell me why so you there. So I was actually in City College at the time, and they're on 133rd Convent. That's crazy. And when Obama had gotten elected, nigga, we was we was all hype, bro. What you mean? All bunch of black kids. We was That's like on 135rd. Everybody was hype. So I was driving around and seeing the vibe. And I'm yeah. like, this shit is fucking. That's crazy. Bananas. First time I seen my nigga, I'm like, damn, that's JoJo? Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what I, I was definitely with. I don't even want to talk about who I was with. I was definitely with. <laughs> who you was with? And I was with my man. He was like, yo, that's JoJo B? He's like, yo. You supposed to be He was at the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he said? What? <laughs> he said, yo, watch that nigga rock a rap for him. <laughs> I said, man. <laughs> that's funny. So, he could have rapped for me. I would. I would have. Listen, a lot of niggas rap. We wasn't me, doing that though. But nah. But, yeah. but that's what's up though. I didn't that, know that. That's yeah, what's up, that's man. Crazy. That's what. That's, that was. That was. To witness story. that. That was crazy though. That was a crazy moment. I mean, I thought it was crazy for me to even like at the time like the beam or everything. I was really living on campus. I remember that shit. When he, as soon as he said that shit to me, I'm like, damn. I, I thought of that day. I had a great time. I only only did cop. The only did that for like the first semester, and I dropped out. And the only reason I dropped out was because. It just wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't for me, bro. And I, my, I I really do think, like, at the time, my dad really wanted me to, like, do college until he realized, I was like, all right, I put these niggas on TV, bro. How the fuck? Like, uh, there's opportunities for these guys out here now to go make money and go make things shake. You feel what I'm saying? Just off of us having the fame off of run stuff. Right. So I just felt like college was, I had fun and, and I, I did pretty well, actually, too, for the time I was there. But just my head can't fully be in it if I'm also, like, this kid that's Jojo Simmons. Right. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm I was going to kick it with Square Off. If you know Square Off, Dougie's kids. No, no, I always no, no, felt close to them because no we're from the same kind of like Slang. situation. Right, but right, they're right. different though. They some real they real like really some real niggas. A lot of niggas right. don't know that too. And man, I I spoke to Slim two weeks ago, like mm -hmm. last week actually. Mm -hmm. And I used to I used to be with them a lot too during those like college times and all of them and shit. So like, niggas ain't no joke. Hard though, not for on real all talk. He was on two fifth, my nigga. All the time. I was, That's I was, crazy. I was so you said you went to college after the show. Yeah. So <clears throat> what happened was um, when I graduated, I didn't think I had to go to school. Like I was gonna hit the ground running because at the time I had the team blackout group. And yeah, may it be so, we weren't like the biggest group, but we were hot because of Run's house. Right. So we had shows and shit. And we was getting money. 
when I told my pops that, he was like, nah, you're going to go to school. Like, you know, like any dad. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing was going, actually going to Institute of Audio Research first and going to get my audio degree in engineering. So, not to pin this conversation, before you walked in, my man was like, yo, what went to school, JoJo. You did? <laughs> I'm like, I, I believe school you went to. I went to I, I graduated. Oh, they wow. have a picture of me yes, in that motherfucker. And I think the only reason they do is because they realize, oh, shit, this is like a famous guy. Like, we're going to picture of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? In, in the fucking hallway because he's famous. Like, they didn't even know who the fuck I was until somebody told the dean or whatever. But, no, that was a good time. And I took those credits and ended up actually, really, real talk, ended up going to BMCC. <laughs> Which oh is, shit! And at the time, City College they they dormed City College John Jay and BMCC, mm -hmm. and I got in like at the last minute because I once again I wasn't trying to go, and my pops was like, "All right, you got into well, you don't got to get into BMCC. It's fucking you know community college." But I got into the dorming, uh, whatever for City College, and I was able to. He was like, "You really want to go do this college thing for real? Go do this college thing for real?" I'm like, "All right, cool." And it was right in New York, close to him. It never really was cool on us kind of leaving far for college. Right. This is how my pops was and is, you know, when, when, he loved us, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's how I was in, in Harlem for that. And, and that was a fun stint in life because I was really in Harlem. Man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I really had, like, you know, I was, I was hanging around out there and, and had fun. And, 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 and like I said, it was, it was cool, man. It was, it was a cool time. It was, it was good for me to also get close to, like, uh, Dougie Sons, too. Cause like like I said like I wasn't as close to them until that moment where it was mm. like, and then you could see if you go on YouTube that's why when you had Gunner on the phone, Gunner was there every day. Taylor, Gunner Taylor was the one that there. took me to go meet. Them. Bro, we let me tell you something. I'm so proud of all these people I see bro blow up. Like Tiana Taylor used to be there mm -hmm. every Tiana day. Tiana would call them for real. Be with us. Mm -hmm. With Dougie sons and all the slim mm -hmm. trips and all that and mm -hmm. be chilling, recording music and doing all that. And she came and did a. Uh, uh, episode over there in the studio for like Sweet Sixteen or something she was doing for MTV. Like Corey Guns was did a whole fucking mixtape. Like, Vado, he, all nice. the, I met Vado, I met Vado, uh, there. And then the next time I saw Vado is when I got arrested <laughs> <laughs> in Washington Heights, right? And I was in my holding cell and I see him coming. I'm like, Yo, B, what you doing here? I'm like, I just did this to smoke. And he's like, oh, I like. This is a true story. I wonder if I remember this. I, I, I believe he has to remember that. What, what was the first name? time I met him was with Slim and Trips, and we all did a song together. And Vada, I was like, this nigga hard. Vada was not a famous rapper at the time. He was just a nigga like in and out of jail. Like, Man, this. I don't know. Like, guy, yeah, like my nah, Slim was like, yo, this is just my nigga right here. He's a, he's a good rapper. I didn't know who Vada was. He came, he did a verse. I'm like, this nigga hard. He kept doing, huh? Swear to God, nah, that was his thing. That was his thing, thing forever, bro. And, and a lot of niggas, when I tell niggas this story, I be like, yo, bro, if you understand, like, I was around when Vado was, like, not famous rapper and when Tiana was just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'd just be happy. And Corey Guns, too. I remember Corey Guns. We all, like I said, go on YouTube and see us all freestyling and, and doing shit. And, and, and it was fun. We had, man, we had a great time. Like, just, just chilling in Harlem, chilling at the Brownie. Right, the, brownie. The, the Brownie. The Brownie. Facts. Yeah, the Brownie. <laughs> shout out to the Brownie. Shout out to my brothers, man, Slim and Trip, man. The Brownie Bro, had Slim. great times, man. Like, well, they shot videos there. We did a bunch of shit there. Word, gangster. So, wait. So, we was talking and, you know, we were speaking about how we've been in in cahoots but but not been in close hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker it's about diving into a world of endless possibilities 
from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Pam offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Proximities for a while and it all dated back to around this time too because if this was like 07... Oh wait, and you was where hype came because that was the era that oh, wait, Sean and hype was running around. And I was about eighteen. Oh, he's about eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. perfect fucking yeah. sense. Yeah. So how did how the fuck did you meet hype? What was that some some MySpace shit? Uh, how did I meet hype? Gotta be MySpace. Dave, did I know hype or did you know hype? Was MySpace? I knew. Like you know what I think it was? I knew Kings Sean for a while, and yeah. I probably met hype through Sean. I don't remember the exact reason how I remember how I met hype. But I do remember that Hype had told us to come to some apartment in Harlem. But it was like kind of like lower, lower like Harlem. Like it wasn't what street was was doing. One nineteen. Yeah, it was like one nineteen. It wasn't like all the way up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember um, you had this spot. I guess he was like, yeah, this is for me. This is spot. And that's how I knew Hype. Hype was just he was Sean Kingston's DJ. Yeah. And I'm really trying to remember. I just think that I just knew Sean Kingston in his camp. And me and Hype just ended up kind of being cool or whatever. Like, not like the best of friends, but we, you know, and he used to be like, yo, we're going to work together or get you with a record with Sean King. You know how that shit goes. He always was in the grind at the time, bro. Right, right, like, right, fuck right. it, I'm out here. Right. And he had told me to pull up to the, to, the, to the spot, to your spot. I guess it was one of your spots. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you know. And I thought I was going to come running to you. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but, but it was cool anyway, because I was down to go chill with him anyway. And, and, we, and we were smoking. And, and the purple, purple at the time. At the, the time. purple was purple crazy. Haze. Bro, a lot of niggas don't know the purple haze. Purple bro. haze. That shit was like the best generation. Sour and purple haze. Talk your shit, that JoJo. Smack. Sour haze, though. Sour for sure. My haze, nigga. Haze used to make me feel real sleepy for some reason. But sour, bro, is the, the best... Tasting weed to me and with the gassiest gas that I've ever had. That was had. still induction to gas right. for us. It was the best gas. gas. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know what's so crazy about the sour with this, with this new company that we'll get into that I have. I actually I don't know if you heard of AJ Sour Diesel, but he's with us mm. and mm. we are trying to bring this. We're not trying. We bringing the sour back, but okay. like how it was. Okay. Got Max B well, back. look, I'm into it, bro. I'm a I'm sour she got, so I'm into and it. And this is what a lot, one lot of people don't understand that I, I appreciate you being here with me because niggas don't know. I, I smoke gas. Talk so to I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm trying to bring sour and it's going to be some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it right or we're not going we're not going to do it at all. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we'll get into that. Shout out to my guy, AJ Sour Diesel. Over what at you Diesel. smoking on right now, though? This right here is um, some certs. Shout out to my my, my brother. Shout who was out to a, Originally Piff Unit. I know you. you know, Unit, of course. You know Piff Unit. Y'all had a thing back in the day too. On, on, on not that, you know that was um that's Purple City. Of course, I'm a I'm a member of Purple City honorary member. But um, Shice Bubs. Yeah. You know that was that, that was his baby. Right. And he's always been in cahoots with the Piff Unit guys. That was my brother. Still in cahoots up to this day. Yeah, I met them. Right, so so I'm, I'm like 16, 17. Run's house at the time. Hmm. I tell my guy, we see them on Worldstar doing these smokeathons and smoking mm-hmm. on the street and, and, and young and whatever. I'm like, yo, hit them up. I'm going to kick it with them niggas. Like, they look cool as fuck. Like, they got cool. Like, they smoke a hell of weed and shit. And they hit my guy Dave back. And uh, we went up to his spot. And I think at the time he had a studio in the Bronx. 
And I met Steve. Shout out to Steve from Certs and Fifth originally Fifth Fifth Unit when I was like 16, 17 years old. And we still like the like the best of friends. That's my like that's I looked at him like a big homie, like for real, because you know, I don't that's just a nigga I met, but he's such a he's such a smart nigga in the way he do things and the way he was able to rebrand himself to now search. And me and him are actually partners on one of my, my music artists, Deanna Dior. Mm. So she signed the Who's House slash Search Entertainment because I got oh, a, a label called Who's House that I signed like artists. I got like independent artists and I'm trying to, you know, get out there. So yeah, shout out to that whole that whole era in my life too of meeting Pitfune because that was a, a real cool time too for me to just like be outside. A lot of people don't know like I've been outside like been a long time. Yeah, he, he's he's saying some life. shit right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Been making... Yo, when did you start smoking weed? <clears throat> um, Thirteen years old. But I the thing is, how the fuck did you even get weed to smoke it? Okay, so this is a true <laughs> story. Um, so my parents are obviously they're divorced. You know what I'm saying? So my mom. Uh, living in Queens at the time, my pops didn't end up moving to Jersey till I was probably like 14. So he might have been in Queens too, but different part. But I am, um, it's, it's the funniest story, I um, grew up in an area in Queens called Bellrose. And Bellrose is like predominantly an Indian neighborhood. Mm. Like a lot of Indians. Mm -hmm. And just one day, man, like I was 13, man, and, and, and I knew some guys and I was at a park and I just kept seeing them every day smoking weed. And I don't know what made me just say, oh, I want to try that shit. And the first thing I... Some Indian I, niggas? They had sour, too. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's what it's like. I said, through you. It was through you. That's crazy. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm at the park, yeah, and I smoked. I didn't even actually... I wasn't even really digging weed, like, when I first tried it. I was, like, I felt not weird when I'm walking back to my house, because it was, like, walkable. It was a few blocks away from my mom's house. My mom was always cool, too. Like, my pops was definitely more strict, so I know you say, how the fuck did you hide that? Yeah, That's yeah, all I'm yeah, like, yeah, how the yeah. fuck did you <laughs> My mom's was never really, like, on top of me, on top of me like that. I'm her only boy, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. she wasn't really you know, not Yeah, 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 yeah. And still, like, my, uh, man, yeah. So, uh, when I first tried it, I just felt like, when I was walking home, I just felt like I could hear it. Like, Everything like That's I'm walking on like I can hear all the cars and the, the horns and shit. I'm like I don't like this shit. You know what I'm saying? At 13, I'm like I don't fuck with this shit. Like, nigga, I'm keeping it real. But as as time went on, I kept just like fucking with it um, publicly and with friends that did it. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like, oh, my boy got some weed rolling up. I might try it. And then eventually it became like, oh, I fuck with this shit. This shit is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes me laugh and shit at the time. You know when you first smoke when you're young, the all you go through the motions. Mm -hmm. You're getting the giggles, you're getting hungry, munchies, eating all the munchies, yeah. the funyuns, the bullshit. Mm -hmm. And that's, but then eventually you grow older and you realize that it's really, it's really a, um, a thing for your mental health and a meditation, bro. It's the main thing is like your mental. And a lot of people, a lot of it, I think that the, the main thing that people underestimate is, is why people smoke weed. Mm -hmm. And especially black men. Like, we deal with a lot of mental problems, no matter where we come from. I might come from the riches of the riches, but we still all shit. deal with mental problems. Yeah, yeah I'm, doing a, I'm doing a whole, a whole thing with Backline. I don't know if you're the Backline, but they, um, <coughs> they have therapists for, like, artists, music artists. Oh, especially, and, and, and black therapists to relate to black music artists. So if you feel like you ever have a problem, you can hit them up. He do therapy, too. I do therapy every Monday. But I didn't know about this. What's the name of it? Black Backline. We're going to talk about it later. I want you to do a pledge for them. They would love for you to do a pledge I for them. I would love to do to it. Say that, just to speak on the importance of mental health in even our community, but even connected to cannabis, where it's like, Man, this shit really helps. You know, I've been through a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I might not have been through what the street is or the street nigga been through, but I've been through a lot on my th side of things, and weed has helped me cope with it and helped me really sit down and really be like, all right, 
you know what I'm saying, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Weed will help you figure it out. And, and I'm not saying that's going to help for everybody, but it's, it depends on the person. Weed has always been a, a go-to for me, not because I'm a motherfucker that just want to smoke weed and giggle all day. I'm a motherfucker that really it puts my mind at ease, and and I can, I'm more productive. I feel like I can hone in on what I need to do off, off, of, off of cannabis. So that's just like, with me, mental health is a very important thing to touch on when it comes to actual cannabis, and that's why... With my three is four companies about shifting perspectives because it's not just about saying oh cool we smoke weed it's about well what what is the good in weed and how do we um how do we fix the stigma of why everybody thinks weed is this way and why why i had to hide from smoking weed like you said i've been on the low yeah, I, yeah. Nigga, nigga, I, I was mean, we shocked was, we was well, you gotta realize <laughs> i was also had a, a and still do but i, I had something to uphold and that's a fact. And it was like bigger than me, and still it's bigger than me. But now I'm like I'm old. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I, I you know, I take care of my own shit. Talk, Joe. But it's something. I, and and that's why when I say when I got arrested and shit, it was like damn, like motherfuckers finally got me and it was able to able to take a shot at nah, the I mean, Simmons family. Just being human. I was being a kid. Yeah, yeah nineteen. I mean, yeah, I was nineteen when that shit happened, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, in the heights. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 19 I, I, in the heights. I, 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 I wish I would have ran into you. It's like, like another home that time. Like a, but it was, what it was great. It's still great. I, I was, what, I was on, what, what I got arrested. Yeah. To me, I used to hang out a lot on 175 in Audubon. I knew you. Yo, that's, that's my niggas. Shout out my brother, Heavy Doe. Shout out all my heights. Bro, when I go to the heights, when I go to the heights, and certain blocks, people, certain people know me. It's like, they, oh, Jojo, be around. Been around for years. Like, we go eat in the heights and be chilling. Like, and not to, this is not like a, I'm Mr. Tough Guy. This is like, nah, I've built nigga, resources yeah. through my yeah. life to be like, yo, I can touch the I people and be you, accessible. Yeah, that's you know fact. what I'm saying, bro? That's and I like fact. that about me. And I'm always going to be the Simmons that's going to be accessible. And that's why I always tell people, like, some, a lot of people think I'm, like, on another But I like, I like to touch the people. I like to be around people. You know what I'm saying, bro? Mm. So, yeah, man, I, I got arrested in the Heights. But a lot of people at the time when I got arrested in the Heights probably thought, like, this little kid was just in the Heights looking pick, looking for weed on the corner. No, motherfucker, I already had the weed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, Who had the best hands in the Heights, B? Oh, That's shit. A it was a lot of people. Audubon and Familia. Where you was getting your shit from? Audubon, for sure. Okay. Audubon, for Audubon? sure. But my man at the time, shout out to Izzy Hot. He actually works with movies. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Mussolini, he used to have some fire haze on nigga. Shout out to Izzy Hot. You're a rapper now. Like, he, he doing his thing. But Izzy, if you watch this, if you had some fire haze, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know where he was getting it from. Probably from <laughs> but now, Hayes was, at the time, man, Hayes was, was took over New York, yeah. man. It was, it, was, it was crazy. But Vermilion and Post had You need that good Hayes, it smelled mm -hmm. like pistachio to me. That's what Hayes mm -hmm. always smelled like, pistachios. Every time I smell it, and it smelled like good pistachios, I'd be like, this is some fire Now, Hayes. see, now good OG smelled like coffee to me. Yeah. Because that was the thing. I haven't smelled OG's my favorite weed. OG's my favorite weed. Mine too. And then, you know, they had a strain that had came in like a couple years ago called Billy Kimber. Love it. Right? But I feel like, shout out to Wool Garrison Hanks. But I feel like it's not the same 
Billy Kimber that it was no, it's not. 2019, 2020, and right now I'm getting, it's a little different. It's still, you know, still Billy Kimber, still OG, but it's not that 36% no, no, no. that's going to have me tranquilized. Because I'm a bit. I want to be tranquilized. Me too. You feel I like Couch Lock. Yeah. I like Couch Lock, bro. Like, that's the shit that hit the best. That's just the taste. I hate sativa. Yeah. Because I don't like the way it tastes. That too. That's my and, problem. And, and, mm -hmm. and it feel like, you know, because I guess because we smoke so much indica when we smoke that shit, it feel like we got to smoke a bunch of it to get high. Yeah. But in, in actuality, we all high if we stop smoking. Yeah. But it's like one of those things, sativa. It, it just, it just, indica guys. We just be so good. That's why we got to keep smoking. We is like too. a delicacy to niggas. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like a pastry. It's expensive delicacy, but but it all depends on how much you smoking. You know what I'm saying, bro? You gotta know your limits, and that's the thing too about about weed smoking. Like know your limits and and, and smoke within your budget. Right, that too. That's because a nigga smoke. Don't don't broke. smoke your bills, bro. Right. Like, uh, don't know, smoke I, your kids' sneakers. Don't smoke. Don't smoke the food in the fridge. Be responsible. Right, be responsible. <laughs> that's funny. See, so. Alright, so you've been smoking weed since 13. That's 13, a, that's but, a, but but consistently, right? when I really was started really smoking with pie, like 18, 18, 16. Oh, shit. 15, yeah, high school, I was getting booty. I run south, I was getting booty. <laughs> you was getting booty in the run south, Yeah, before I used to go. Sometimes, some scenes. I knew you was high. I was going to see this, I'm like, this motherfucker. But this is the truth, though. Like, it's the truth. I'm, I'm 33 years old now, bro. Yes. Yeah, there were some scenes where I had a, listen, I had a whole, I had a whole kit in the car. I love you, Dad. I, love you. <laughs> I had a whole kit in the car. You probably knew. He's a, he used to be the biggest weed smoker. Run Come on, run here. Come on. I had a whole kit in the car. The time it was, it was. I had the cologne, eye drops, and lotion. So what I would do is I would put the. It was roto eye drops, not the regular shit. If you had rotos, I don't know. People know about rotos. Them shits make your eyes look white as a motherfucker. Like, Clear you up instant, bro. And then I had the Lacoste cologne, the red joint. <laughs> I'm never forget, that shit smelled great. And it had lotion because your fingertips and your face and all right, that. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And that was my kit. You know what I'm right. saying? I felt like that's how I used to get by. And I used to be in Russ, I was booted sometimes. So yeah, sometimes it seems, but the scenes used to be fun because I'm high. So See, now I'm joking around with Diggy and Russ and shit. I'm high. Right? <laughs> 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 Not every time. But there was scenes. There was some scenes. He was high as a motherfucker. Yeah, because towards the end, you got to realize. Um, Towards the end, I'm not even in high school no more. Like towards the end of the landing seasons, I think I was in IAR mm -hmm, still. Mm -hmm. So there's times I'm nigga smoking on the way back to Jersey. We need you to come film. All right, I'm smoking or or I'm doing what I'm doing or or whatever the case may be. So it, it wasn't like it wasn't too hard to hide because I had some type of independence and freedom at that at those that points time. towards the end of runtime. I was just smoking in the middle of it too, but it was like harder. Yes, my pops. A real reverend, this ain't no bullshit. Oh, I know. Yeah, like a lot of people, I, people ask me, is that a real, is he really a reverend? Is there like a persona? Like, persona? Nigga, this nigga, like, been through some shit where he had to, you feel me? He, he turned to God, bro, and my father is real deal. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink, no, don't smoke, don't do none of that shit, and really try to keep us on the straight now. But one thing I will say about my pops is he raised all of us perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No matter whatever happened, whatever, however we do things is how we do things. But the, the morals are there. The morals are instilled in all of his kids. You know what I'm saying, and I think that's why we're all able to uh, succeed still and 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 persevere, like brother, because the morals are there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I never want to make it seem like I'm coming out smoking and ever like disrespecting anything. I'm just I'm a grown ass man at this head of the end of the day. But 
I'm always going to respect the legacy, my pops, and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just keeping it real. I'm telling you true stories. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yo, so, you know, we was talking a little bit out, a little bit about this before we started filming, and I want to I wanna gauge into it a little more. Like, you know, being in the spotlight and having a, you know, having a, 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 a dad and an uncle of hip-hop royalty, right? And then having a, a television show that was that's that was syndicated so you know it was a lot of episodes and it was always your life was in the fucking microscope what at all times what right and you still want to be normal because you're like the fuck this is this is just my life but yeah. i want to be i want to ride the train i want to yeah, i yeah. want to be accessible right what gave you what gave you the motivation to want to be that way when because, you could have just because been, you whatever. throw a kid in at 15 that was already doing that before the show, how could anybody tell you who my dad is? Mm. I'm meeting friends and girls and shit in high school. This is a true story. I'm telling them my dad's the sanitation worker. I promised the guy, like, they'd be like, yo, how you got so much dripping? No, my pops got a good job. I was not telling certain people. Certain people knew. Mm. But I'm talking about when I got to, like, high school before the shit started. Because I probably, Run Sucks probably started so, after sophomore year, summertime, we started filming the first season. So I was in New York originally for, um... School. I was in St. Mary's in Manhattan, and my pops ended up taking me out. I was like, "You're moving to Jersey." This is when he moved to Jersey. The Runs House. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We actually bought a house and broke it down and built it up to that Runs House shit too, uh -huh. which was crazy. He's like, "Yeah, it was, it was dope." But he he had moved me out to Jersey, and uh, basically, when you throw a kid into to 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 the fame. At 15, I was already going to the mall picking up chicks before that. 13, 12. So. Now you giving the nigga firepower. <laughs> Yo, this nigga is. Fucking shit, but, but just real shit, though. So, you, of course, you still want to be a regular kid, but now you're a regular kid with, like, the, the world at your hands. It's like, oh, I'm shutting malls down. I'm shutting 42nd down. Like, people asking for my picture, my, my autograph, and all this cool shit, but I'm still JoJo. I still got my same friends. You see Team Black, those are my friends. One of them niggas I knew since first grade. Mm. Still, my god, the father of my daughter. Mm. I'm like that. Like I, I, my tight, my circle is tight knit of niggas that I really do fuck with. So like, I always, I always wanted to be a normal kid because I still got normal friends. I'm never trying to seem. I never wanted to seem like nigga. I'm changing or anything. And not to say you, you shouldn't change because progression comes with change. But at the end of the day, I just always felt like I'm still this regular kid from Queens because. On weekdays, I'm with my pops in Jersey, but I'm still going to see my... I got to see my moms, like, so I go to Queens every weekend, mm. and I'm outside. <laughs> I'm going to parties, I'm going to have, I'm doing whatever, like, right. like it's because it's Queens, and I'm still a teenager. In the times of 03, 04 in New York, you don't really think about it. And you time. know them niggas already. Right. I know niggas yeah. already, bro, so it's not like I'm some famous nigga in some right. groups of people, but but but... Yes, the extended groups of people that are looking on like, nigga, you know this nigga? What the fuck? <laughs> but I didn't, me being famous didn't hit me till a couple seasons because it built up. When we were on the first season, it was like, all right, cool, the kid from that show. Then second season was like, yeah. And then third season was like, phenomenon. JoJo Simmons and I'm getting nominated for like awards and shit and getting beat out by the American Idol niggas and shit. Like <laughs> I got a, we got an NAACP award. That's one of my That's biggest crazy. accomplishments. Like Runs House. We got in 2006, I got it in the crib. And it's one of my, I look at it and I'll be like, this is, that just reminds me of the impact we made as a family 
a black family to just show like people that it's love. It's not. A, it doesn't have to be dramatic. Nah, that was the Cosby family. I was about to say after the, the Cosby TV, did I, did right I, after. The I remember them saying that. Let's too. say yeah. let's not even just call it reality TV because. I feel like what we see right now is reality TV is more so of reality. Like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is more this so real. wholesome family content. But do you know how we did it? How? Anything that was going on around our world, we said cover it. Mm. And just base a, base a structure around it. Mm. That's why there was no green screen and shit like where you do the confessional rooms. Because you didn't right. need it. It was, it was supposed to feel like a sitcom reality TV show. That was, we didn't know that at first. We built that. It was a reality TV show at first, and then it was like, oh, we, we see what we got here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this shit's like a sitcom. We just got to set it up in episodes. So when Russi is really have a temper problem breaking, breaking his Game Boys, we're going to cover episodes. Yeah, he was breaking. But then he was really game. fucking breaking his Game <laughs> Ask anybody. <laughs> nigga, so he was really breaking them Game Boys because he used to lose the games. Shout out to Russi. Yeah. I just seen him the other day. I love my little brother. He's doing great as a screenwriter. Oh, oh, that's fire. Yeah, he's dope, that's bro. Fire. He's really dope, that's and, he, and, he, and he's doing He grew well. up, I think. Yeah, they all, they all, yeah, man. Grown, yeah, bro. man. Yeah, it's, it's, grown. it's crazy, man. Like, it's just wild to me, man. I just, the, like I said, the impact we made and how we're still able to use these 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 pers these personas, I guess you would say, and, and go out and get it. You see Angela, she's hustler. Shout out to Angela. I just got the phone with her. She's hustler. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's Devin here from Money Honeys. If you're a fan of learning about your business and finances through storytelling and pop culture, then you got to be sure to check out and subscribe to Money Honeys, a show that covers the nitty gritty of maintaining your personal wealth through fun conversation. And you know what? It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. Diggy, you already know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Hustling. Mm -hmm. Everybody hustling. Rusty hustling. Me hustling. So it's like, I appreciate my pops for the platform, really. Like, a lot of people. That's what I say. That's yeah, what I, I needed. Say, I'm sorry. To I didn't need a check from him or nothing. I need a Oh, platform. I'm so happy right. you said it because I'm going to pull up the footage. Go ahead. Say what you're about to say. Talk to me. Then you want what you think about this? Go ahead. Let me hear you. You always say, go ahead. What you want right. to say? Diggy, Diggy beat you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Diggy beat you out in double XL cover, nigga. Oh wait, 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 was uh top ten? Uh the yeah, nigga, it, like it was supposed to be him. So <laughs> what? Cover. what? I was like, him and Diggy. And then kick Diggy, nigga. <laughs> He's a he was a young phenomenon, and he was run he's run son. Oh. But damn, I, that's not oh, fair. They should have smoke for that. <laughs> I'm actually listen. I'm a fan of smoke this year. Oh no, man, that's love. That's but, love. Nah, I didn't nigga, know that though. Nah, this nigga's he's hyping it. That's not yeah. actually. Old. Oh, it's not what happened. That's what happens. <laughs> that, was that was a good cover. A lot of them were great. All of them covers was great covers. Yeah. If you're gonna say that, you gotta say a lot of other people too. Because I could have been. What do you feel about the covers now? Not to get to them off, off, off um, track. Do you how feel do like they're the covers now? Well? I don't really. You know, you can't really tell how good a cover is until like five or six years, years later. later. Because it's funny, like the whole. I seen Twenty One Savage said he'll beat anybody in his freshman class. And I had to go look at his freshman class, and them it's niggas was list. deep. It was a deep class, and I'm like, damn, that wasn't and that Kodak long ago. You know what I mean? Too. Like, Kodak got hit. Kodak got hit. I mean, they both got I'd hit. love to see them go go on the verses. That would be great. That would be great, because it, it's in the... I don't know who would win. I think they both have hits. Yeah, they both have hits. They both on the gangster side. 21 got a Grammy, right? With a lot 21 got a Grammy. 21 went platinum without a feature. 
Well, what's my time. other man? Damn. So that's you know, that's brain fart within itself. Um, Bruno Mars and. Oh, how do you talk about it? What's his, uh, 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 the rapper do? He nice though, yeah. but he sing that. Oh, Russ? No, Bruno ah, Mars and, he, he and uh, the, I know you talk about those partners. Wow, they just dropped bro. two albums, Supersonic. Yeah, Supersonic. Oh, you, and it's a pack? Yeah, it's yeah, a pack. You yeah, on that album too. Oh, I thought you was about to say something. Nah, yeah, yeah, I seen him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, talking yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, Anderson yeah. Pack. And he's on there. So a lot of people are yeah, like, yeah, but see, Anderson Pack is so far, far out from rap. So a lot of people on that mm. He's yeah, on like he's, a, he's, another yeah, he's level. Artist. Right he's an artist. You call him an artist. He, yeah, but they all artists if you think about it. Because yeah, J. Yeah. Cole, like, a lot. J. Cole's not a rapper either. He's really an artist to me because he be singing, making beats, and all that. That shit is artistry. You know what I'm saying, bro? Motherfucker, Cole's on the page. He's a composer. Yeah, 21 numbers more than all those things, though? 21 numbers is, is his I got I got to look. I think I Kodak cuz who's best is subjective. I think Kodak I think Kodak might have different. Yeah, that's what I that's what I always said. Yeah. I said. I love them both. So yeah. I mean, but 21 just got the joint with Drake. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one. That's, oh, that's what we measuring it on. I'm just saying that's helping his numbers. But I mean, about I mean, numbers. Yak was on Doc shit too. That's true. So I mean, I don't know. But anything Yak touched turned platinum. That's what, like Yak been that nigga Anything for a long time. Yeah. Been that nigga for a long time. My fault though. We are. Oh no, no, that's all. So this is the conversation. Nah, it doesn't even fucking matter. Is. Like we, we, we would talk about this if the cameras wasn't on. So it's all good. But speaking of the cameras, I'm sitting here watching the Nick game. You know, up? A, a, a fellow Nick fan right here. You know what I mean? It's Kith Night at the Garden yeah, yeah. right now. Shout out to Ronnie. You know what I mean? Fucking um, getting my Knicks right on a fashion tip. Yo, so alright, so being from Queens, Mets or Yankees? I'm a Mets fan. Of course, of because course but, but, but yeah. because I grew up in Queens, so Shea Stadium, City Field, all that shit's in Queens. But I'm a New York fan. Besides the Brooklyn Nets, for some reason I just <laughs> I, I, I fucked up. That was hate, Jojo. You know that what? Was hate. No, because they came that from Jersey. Hate. They came from Jersey first. Of That's all. not okay. hate. And, He's being and, real. And being real though, I hate that they try to act like they're New York's team. Like we know who New York's. I mean, we know who New York's. Come on, man. Like that's but why. That's I how like Brooklyn niggas are. And then I didn't like the fact that Durant came was like nobody want to play for the Knicks no more. That hurt. Right? Yes. Why yeah. would you say that? You know, it is. I'm happy you said that, right? Because I don't know how deep I can go into this right here. Shout out to all my friends at the, in the Knicks organization right now. It's I think it's been a little misconception about Smoke Dizzle because I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm always putting the Knicks over. I'm just diehard Knicks. And apparently it was a title of a mixtape song that I had that somebody from over there looked over and it I'm not going to say the title because I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm still opening up old wounds. But it feels like I was unfavorable to James Dolan and the Knicks. And I want to go on record to say that I love the Knicks. I don't have any fucking, I don't have any seat. issue with the Knicks. He's trying to get them floor seats. I'm saying, because I was told, I was told that, you know. I might have said some disparaging things because I yeah. took a side of some shit. Look, I must—I take the you Knicks side. From the garden? I'm not banned, but banned I'm from floor seats. I'm not banned from floor seats, but I want to put this out there because I think it's a misconception. So I hope this gets over to my man Jimmy. You know what I mean? I love what you're doing right now with the squad. You got World Wide West over there. You got some good people in the office. I think Stout, Stout still doing things. Y'all just gave my man Brunson something. He taking the keys. I mean, y'all been covering the spread for me for a long time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know what I mean? Nick, Nick shit. Nick shit. See, now, I was. I think I had a... Who was we talking to the other day? 
I was talking to AJ. Shout out to my brother AJ Galante. And we were speaking about WrestleMania, right? Oh. And we were speaking about the celebrities that that were was in attendance of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because Run DMC was on WrestleMania 4. Boom. Right? So then we sitting here talking and you like, yeah, because we went to WrestleMania 20. That's yeah. never. We not. Yo, how does it feel for one to be a wrestling fan in the Attitude Era and your pops does some shit for the biggest group in the Attitude Era, the Generation X? See, right? that was cool because at the time we were living in Queens and I'm probably, I'm not a teenager at the time, but I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to understand what's going on and I was a big wrestling fan. And he had did the record, the Degeneration Rex record, and, and, and it kind of opened up just a pathway of connection to the WWF at the time, but not WWE. Right. And me and my brother Diggy always loved wrestling. I'm talking about like, he was Jeff Hardy, I was Matt Hardy, like nigga, like I was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was The Rock, he was like fucking Stone Cold or Shawn Michaels, like, bro, like, I loved wrestling growing up. I wanted to be a wrestler. I remember telling my dad in real so, life you wanted to be a wrestler. But I thought I was like that. I, when I get older, when I turn when I turn eighteen, they said I'm gonna turn eighteen and go audition for it. I want to be a wrestler. And I remember him saying, "Yeah, we know Vince. Like, if you really still feel that way at eighteen, you can pursue that." You know what I'm saying? I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, of course. <laughs> but I really, like, I really loved like the entertainment part of the wrestling, and I, and 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 I think that the Attitude Era bro was like the most fire era. Because, like, I think it had everybody in the chokehold, really, because, bro, that shit was fire, bro. Like, it was, it, like, you had the coolest characters, bro. Like, and now it's, it's still great, but that attitude era was just special. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think about even the hardcore title. A lot of people forget about the hardcore title. Remember the hardcore title? That turned into the 24-7 title. They just retired it. Oh, that's fire. See, I didn't know that. I, re- I remember you could just get it at any time. You could bring a referee, mm-hmm. fuck the motherfucker mm-hmm. up, and, and get that motherfucker to pin that nigga. I think the 80s babies got the best of everything. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they definitely got, got the best, best basketball. Yeah. We got the best basketball. We yeah. the best wrestling. Fuck y'all, that's fucked up. It's I was born in 89, so I like to say I'm an 80s baby. Nah, you're an 80s baby. baby. What 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 I didn't see shit in the 80s, man. No, 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 no. We said that. I didn't see it either. We didn't see it either. Nigga, how? 84, what are you, 87? 85. 85. I'm 85. You 89. We all 80s baby. September. But we say that, like, so the 90s, we had Michael Jordan. A lot of our, like, our kids. I love Mike. Our, our kids only know you got Mike. Mike. You seen Mike? Our kids only know I mean, Mike. Fan, no, I hated him and loved him at the same too. time. Same. Actually, no. I always hate him. I, I liked him I because hate. I'm young and I'm not fully understanding he whooping my team ass. I'm just yeah. saying this motherfucker nice. But we love and to he, see him. And, and mom was buying me the Jordan jersey. Exactly. And I got the damn Pippen jersey too at that point. I was like, I had <laughs> jerseys. Nigga, the Bulls era was a crazy era and I'm a damn Nick fan. Like, I swear to God. We from New York, bro. You had to be a Nick fan, bro. We I had, had to get bad. a Patrick Ewing jersey oh, to, to balance out the fucking scales, bro. Nigga said to Patrick, I heard you. I heard you. What you got, show? Because you've you been itching. Talk to me. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Nigga always do that, bro. <laughs> yo, we sit here rapping about saying, yo, what you got, show? I ain't got nothing. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. Nah, JoJo, how, how did, no, 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 we ain't gonna do that. What's up? How did you stay grounded? Like, really growing up in this shit, bro, pops being rev run. Like, how did you stay grounded, bro? And then you just, you just answered it in the question. Ooh. Mm. Pops was Rev Run. That's how I stayed grounded. That's how we all did. He never let us make us, he never made us feel like we were supposed to act like we were bigger than anybody else. 
ever. And that's another thing you got to tip my head off to my pops for. It's like, he always kept us humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what we grew up with or what we had, we always were respectful and we always knew that nobody was below us, no matter if it was the, the janitor or the boss or whatever. Mm. Like, everybody is a person. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what keeps people grounded. But me, specifically me, what kept me grounded even more was... Me being so accessible, me being outside, like I said, man, like I seen, I seen it all because I was willing to, to, to go head on into the streets, really, and not saying like some street shit, but like to go hang out in those areas and go meet the pith units and go, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. some street shit, bro. Let's just nah, real talk, bro. Yeah. You, you had best of both worlds. Right, and yeah. that's what I try to explain to people. Mm -hmm. Not that my mom didn't live in the hood, but Queens, I still had access to... To oh, get yeah, I'm on the bus and go into the Ave, <clears throat> the fact. Mall, Green Acres, Rosie, if I want to, Long Island, like, I could do whatever I want. So I think that's why I say, like, me being so normal, still being a normal kid doing runs house was because that's what kept me grounded was still being outside, still going to parties in Queens and Long Island and shit like that and really being seen. I think that seeing everything, like you said, and be, having the best, the best of both worlds really made me understand people. And that's what makes you be grounded when you understand people. You know what I'm saying? What was the moment you realized your father was like one of the biggest people on earth? A couple years ago. Mm. A couple years ago? Because you grow up and you don't it's your father. Yeah. Mm. But then the one time it hit me, I was listening to one of his albums. Mm. I was like, these niggas cold. Yeah, they <laughs> when you a rapper and you get older and you start realizing, you're like, nah, I'm like, this nigga cold. I'm about to call this nigga and tell him, yo, you cold, nigga. <laughs> I ain't do it just because I, I get you. My pops likes the gas. So. <laughs> yeah, he a confident dude. He likes the gas. Of course. Church dude, but my pops is still a swag. He over his arrow, though, bro. Yeah, for sure. Not real tough. For sure. But yeah, he. I, I realized it when I just be seeing all the accolades and all the, all the things, he, the achievements and things that he gets and the praise he gets and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, hmm. as a rapper, you know what I'm and you was the first to mix rap and rock, I start thinking about all that and, and me growing up and being like, nigga, you had me talking to Steven Tyler. I'm like, you really that nigga? That facts. You know what I'm saying? That's what really made me like, okay, yeah, you really, you the biggest to hmm. ever do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And thank you, God, that I, I <laughs> came out of you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who's I can't, cause niggas get mad at me. Like you got to what the fuck I was supposed to do? I came out the nigga. I didn't choose it. Did you ever have pressure though? Ever have pressure like trying to fill his shoes? So I love this question because back in the day, she'd be like, "Yeah, it's so much pressure. Fuck that. Fuck those his shoes. He's size eleven. I'm size nine. Mm, Talk I'm, I'm, shit. I'm, I'm like, mm. I, of course I want to uphold the legacy and make sure the Simmons." And everything he's done is still looked at in the highest way and that we can continue to add on to the legacy with things that me and my siblings do. But in order, in, in, in speaking on putting, like trying to fill his shoes, you, nobody, you can't fill nobody's shoes, especially not a nigga like that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, that's the problem too. And, and I'll be seeing it too. It's a good analogy. Bronny, he's not going to be LeBron. Mm. He could be great. But these, 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 you're not going to, these guys are like, and I'm not saying Ronnie's not going to be a great yeah, player. He's going to yeah. be a great player. But I'm saying these guys are not even unicorns. It's also timing and generation and when, what they did in those times and the moments. I can't say that I won't be as big as my dad in other aspects of life. But when they, when they used to rap, he used to be like, you think you can fill the shoes with me? No. Nigga, he's Run from Run DMC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Why would I want to do that? How about I just set my own path and make my own history and add on to the legacy and be like, oh shit, Run Sons is out here doing this and that and Run's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, that question's a good question because you don't have to fill nobody's shoes. You just got to fill your own. You got to walk your own. I fuck with JoJo. Great question and a great fucking answer. I, I fuck with it. JoJo. Yeah, that, that was... That was well said. Nah, he be on Instagram on his shit, man. You know <laughs> say, yeah, man, this nigga JoJo positive, man. Nigga said nigga JoJo, 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 lie on me and me getting into situations I shouldn't have been into mm. and that's where it was like the name bashing and they bashed me and it was like I went into a really a really uh, tough space mentally and that's why I'm doing this thing with Backline with 3S4 because they not to say that I've used them but I would if the time if I would have knew about it they, they they literally have therapists for music people and, and anybody in the music industry not just artists A&Rs managers all that and their family you know what I'm saying? If I knew I had somebody like that at the time, it would have been cool because I went through a lot. When niggas don't know that, they say words don't hurt you, but they can. You know what I'm saying? They can if you if, if you believe them. You know what I'm saying, bro? And a lot of motherfuckers start making me believe shit about myself that it wasn't true. You know what I'm saying, bro? So, like I said, being too accessible was a fault at times, too. Because then it was like, nigga, now you're around too much. And now... That bounds anything that happened. My father always taught me, which I never, I finally mastered that. The devil's workshop. That and keep your mystique. Keep your mystique from people. Make people want to see you. You come around too much, they ain't gonna want to see you. You gotta keep the mystique to you. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like you can't, you can't always show up because at the end of the day, you're not. Nobody's gonna gonna want to come to you. My father always said, like, stop. Don't go chasing people. Always. Like, don't go to the party, start your own party, and niggas will come to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, basically, don't ride niggas' waves, start your own wave. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when I finally was able to take that advice, is like when my life, like, turned around. When I was like, man, fuck that, I'm not gonna start thinking about what anybody thinks about me. And I'm just gonna do wholeheartedly what I believe in, and me becoming a dad, too, really helped me. That shit did it. I got two kids now, too, but that shit did it. Gangsta. Yeah, I got a six-year-old. She was to be seven in February. She did it. She's the one that really, like, took me out of that whole depression stage. And then he was like, nigga, what the fuck you doing, nigga? You some mm. Simmons, nigga. Get up and go get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, you out here tripping? Like, mm. you got to get Nobody going to give nobody all you shit. But you got a name, you got a face, and you going to make it shake. Mm. And, and I've been doing it ever since. I've been back and been feeling great, and life's been amazing ever since. You feel what I'm saying, bro? And that's why I believe that you give out positive shit, positive shit come back. Absolutely. When did you start doing therapy? Well, I I didn't. I have never actually did it because I I tell people this. I self therapy myself out of this shit, hmm. and with weed too. But not just that though. I I did a lot of soul searching. I'm a Libra, and if you know about Libras, we do a lot of question asking, and we do a lot of soul searching. You know what I'm saying? And. I just really had to look in the mirror, bro, one day and just just say... September, October, Libra. September, 29th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm September 22nd, Virgo, though. Okay, my wife's a Virgo, the 12th, yeah. and Angela's a Virgo, yeah. too. They're annoying yeah. sometimes. Yeah, we're annoying. Loyal is a motherfucker. My wife's a about Virgo. I love my That's wife. She loves me. Um, but yeah, man, um, I just it, just... it took years, but you just finally got... Like, to me, I don't know how I did it, but I just... It's something that you can't explain. You got to be strong. 
Hmm. Sometimes people need strength from others, like a therapist or something, and sometimes you find your inner strength and you do it yourself. And I, I think in my case, I found my inner strength. Like, even to the point my pops calls me every other week, like, I'm proud of you, like, you're really out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're out here doing it. Like, I remember the dark times for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't know that about me, man. I, I went through a lot of dark times, too. What times where even me and my pops wasn't really even on the right record, because why? Not because he wanted to, but I'm out here fucking up. Mm -hmm. I'm out here running around with the wrong people, or running around doing the wrong things that's not building on my brand like I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? So, man, yeah, I went through a lot, I went through a lot of dark times, bro, and, 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 and that's why I, I pushed the whole mental aspect of it, of just even with cannabis, because, yeah, I was able to smoke and really, like, find my confidence sometimes and, and really just think and meditate. Like you said, it's a, it's a meditation. So, for sure, like... It was, it was, it was, it was, I'm happy to be where I'm at in life right now, but man, man, did they try to shit on me. And mm -hmm. that's why, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, mm -hmm. that shit be crazy. But, and I also realized, I ain't the only nigga that went through that. There's niggas that go through worse. You know what I'm saying, bro? So, fuck it. They did it to Jesus. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I love that you built off the inner strength. And what's the name of the company again? Backline? Three. So Backline is who I'm working with. But my company's name is Three is Four. Three and is Three four. is Four is all about, like, what does that mean? It's all about shifting perspectives. It's like when you look at something in a different light or a different way, you may shift your perspective on what you think it actually is. And that's why it's also based around cannabis because we want to re-educate. A lot of people say educate the world. We want to re-educate the world on cannabis. What people may think they know about cannabis, they don't know. Especially the people that don't smoke weed and think it's just some shit that makes people unproductive and just couch potatoes and play 2K all day. No, them mm. niggas just like to do that. You know that's what I'm saying? That's just, like that's just like the... But there's niggas out here running multi-billion dollar, million dollar companies that go home and smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? So, Backline is the company that we're working with. I've been doing a lot of cool things and obviously I want to do some content and stuff with them. But, like like I said, they, they have over... They have hundreds of therapists, you know what I'm saying, that work with music professionals and their family... And it's needed. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that. I want to tap you in with them if you ever want to. Nah, if you sure. you do it. Nah, I do it already. But, you know, to find a good therapist is hell. Right. Especially, you know, when you're an artist and, and you got certain things that a lot of people can't relate to. So, you know, by the grace of God, I, I got a therapist that, that's, that's, amazing. that's a, a, a man of, of our complexion. Please. Please. You know what I mean? Please. Also a man of God and also an artist himself. So... Shout out to Eric B. Turner. You know Amazing. What I mean? That's, um, a, that's but, what Backline is know, like. They have men of, of somebody that's going to be your color. That's going to talk to you because they that's understand amazing. your culture. That's amazing. And I'm not saying that. Listen, I love all people, all walks of life. But you do need people that understand you when it comes to therapy. Absolutely. They're not going to understand what a black man going through. You know what I'm saying? But we already go through enough. You know what I'm saying? And, and we lose friends and we lose people through shit that we ain't supposed to. Even mm. me. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or just shit. So... Yeah, man. Backline, I would love to tap you in with them. They're, they're a great company. I'm out here with three is four. Obviously, me and my partners, I got two partners that I started with high school. One of them right here is David. Oh, um, yeah, he's, a, he's a big dog, man. Like, big dog. I don't, I'm not even going to give you his whole plethora. I'll let him speak later to you. And then I got another partner named Chris. He's not here, but he's a farmer. You know what I'm saying? So Dave's an executive producer over at CBS, and Chris is a, is a farmer. And we all come from, like, you know, good families and we and we, philanthropist families. You know what I'm saying? And the whole the whole thing with the company is doing good for people. You know what I'm saying? And and obviously 
creating a cannabis community where we can obviously re-educate. And I got a show I'm doing called JoJo's Journey. That's why I got the cameras here. Oh, tight. Yeah, so I got this cannabis show I'm doing called JoJo's Journey, and it's my journey through cannabis. Because obviously I've been smoking weed, like I said, since 13 or whatever. But there's still things I'm learning about, like the endocannabinoid system that I never fucking knew about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know that we mm -hmm. all have that shit. Mm -hmm. Receptors and shit in our, in our brains, bro, mm -hmm. for this shit. You know that's that. Mm -hmm. Only a few know that because we go and tap in. But I'm I'm I just learned that shit. You know what I'm saying? And those that's my journey. My journey is to is to be the journey for people that need it as well. Like to sit here with you right now, smoke this and talk kick weed shit with you or whatever, life with you. Or go kick it with the uh the lady out in uh, in, in Idaho who or wherever that's that's a farmer or, or growing. I'm trying to take the world on a journey with me. And 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 my whole thing is Damn, like I got arrested for that shit, man. Long ago, it was kind of like a big deal because I was the, the rev son. But now it's like my whole outlook on weed is different. It's not just smoking weed. It's like, oh shit, look how much shit this do for people. And I met a a, a lady on on 420, Washington Square Park. She beat cancer with it. You know mm. what I'm saying? With, with with cannabis. You know what I'm saying, bro? So it does so much different things. And then you think about all the black. And the brown people in jail for weed, bro. That shit crazy to me. I'm just, I be looking at shit like, but then you got big MSOs and all this shit. And all these other people selling pounds of weed everywhere, bro. And these motherfuckers still in jail watching this shit go down. That shit to me is some of the points that we're trying to follow through is for. Even social equity. How do you feel about like social, the equity? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel I mean, about that? What part of it? Because it's it's two it's two parts of it. It's like you Talk know, if you if you've been in trouble, then you're you you qualify. If you've been locked up for marijuana, then you qualify for a license or, or whatever the sort is. But my only problem with it is, is so many of us that's uneducated. The people that are educated are taking advantage. Right. Some of them, right, taking advantage of the uneducated people and charging them for something that's free. Mm -hmm. And that's my problem with it. And then you know. As far as, all right, I'm a part of the black market, which is the, the legacy market, uh, yeah. right? So, for me, I don't really give a shit that much. Because you're doing your thing anyway. I'm like, cool, you know, we got we got a brand, Smokers Club, www.smokersclub.com, for your high fashion, festival uh, details, all that cool shit. Right? But then, I'm also <laughs> a nigga that's from the town. Right. So, it's like... It's a, it's a hard question for me to really answer because it doesn't in involve you, right? So right. what do you think about it? I just think that I want the right people to be at the table. That's it. Like I go to these events and I saw you all the flowers. Shout out to all the flowers. Mm -hmm. Not enough black people be there. Not enough. It was only that's animals. my problem. Yeah, and they want to be there. Yeah, I've, I've learned this. I'm thinking I'm a nigga that thinks. So I'd be like. Why ain't black people here? No, we like weed. The culture runs this motherfucker. So, oh, we don't know. A lot know of us just don't know. And we don't know that we're supposed to be here. Thank you. Right? Because it's a lot of other brands that's not of our complexion. See, now, with, with us, you know, we have a board of But that's what I'm, colors. I'm about bringing awareness yeah. to of having that board of colors. I'm about bringing awareness to saying, listen... We need to we need to shake this thing up and really black people really need to be at the forefront too of cannabis, bro. We made this shit high. We've been rapping about it since forever, and 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 
like you said, look, Smokers Club, that's it's a vibe because it's a culture that's based on hip hop. That are created by black people. And I'm not, once again, I love all walks of life. One of my partners, Chris, he's white. It's my brother. Johnny Shine's my brother. You get what I'm saying? These are our brothers. And and I'll go to war with them. And they'll go to war with me. And they believe in everything I believe in. He believes in everything I believe in. So this is not me ever saying I'm against any other, but I'm saying I just want my people to have more pieces of the pie, the equity of of it. Because we made it so hot. Like, we we made this shit so hot, bro. And we the ones getting more arrested for it than making money off of it. So I've ever been in trouble for yeah, me too. Talk to him. I've been arrested four times, five times for weeks. That's my own, but that's my arrest. That was a, I got yeah, arrested for a fucking month. <laughs> in the Heights. Right there. What's right there? 177 in Wise. We're about to hit the bridge. About to be right in Jersey. Yo, that's crazy, bro. What's up? 177 Wise. I've named streets all 74. Oh, where, on Wadsworth? Not on Wadsworth. What's the block before that? Um, there's there's, there's Audubon. Um, there's, um, I know then Broadway is right there, but not Broadway. I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Now, uh, another brain you got me now. bugging out too, because yeah, I know I what you're talking about. Anyway, I got a motherfucker. Not St. Nick. Not St. Nick. Because St. Nick is after Broadway. Yeah, yeah. We see, we take. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jojo. Yeah. But, yeah, I just got a tattoo and got locked up. Malcolm X on my arm and got locked up with a raw tattoo. My arrest, my arrest, I did, I did. They That's made me crazy. do one day of community service. I did it in Marcus Garvey Park. And it's funny because when I posted, three is four, I posted this shit. Somebody commented and was like, I did community service with you. And I pinned it on my comment. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How you been? Yeah. They tried to, yeah, hit, they tried to, they tried to hit me with a few felonies. That's Hold on, where you was at? Where they made you do community service? Marcus Garvey Park. Marcus Garvey Park? Yeah. Like downtown. I was uptown. Nasty. Nasty. They put word. me in Harlem, 45th. Oh, nasty. Man, I got locked up so many times for weed and so many fucking places. <laughs> was it, how many places you been up? locked up? Man, well, I've only been locked up in New York City. Well, well at one time yeah, I went to Bloomington. Uh, Bloomfield was fucking this nigga G's. Stupid ass studio. <laughs> leaving this dumb ass studio, I get booked for a fucking ounce. Mind you, the day before that, they would have really had the mother load, but. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what the crazy thing is, bro, about you and people that did get arrested for weed? We paved the way for now. If you really want to think about it, we were the sacrifices Facts. for now. We used to be hiding the weed and shit like that. We get pulled. It's crazy you can be riding around with weed now, bro. As long as you're not smoking it. One time a really cop gave me my weed back because I was with him. I mean, to oh, keep yeah. it real with you, that happened on to keep it real with you, even in like 2008, 2009, I mean, Blue and Whites, obviously, but Detectives was never really taken like. They was looking dependent for like on guns. guns. Yeah, they guns was on their gun vibes. They was on their yeah. They was on their. Yeah, this is jumping out of stick. They were like, "That don't stick." I remember the first yeah. time I was in Harlem and got ran down on a, on a, by a detective. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, those the bro. Them motherfuckers. I was actually in college at the time, going back to the dorm. It was like two in the morning or whatever, and motherfuckers like cornered me in. What the fuck are y'all doing? This? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not really. We was like, "This is me, Zach and Reggie, Team Black." We was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Nah, that's how it be. But then ever since then, it was like normal. It was like, oh, I know how this shit. I know how this shit. Yeah, I know how this shit. Know how gonna go down I know how this shit. Everybody be quiet. Yeah, everybody yeah, chill. Them niggas ain't looking for that's nothing important. Fact. Nothing we got. Niggas done pull me out of Ubers, minding my goddamn business. Come sleep, Uber pull over. What? I wake up, fucking guns in my face. What the fuck do y'all niggas want? Over weed? Not over nothing. 
Because I'm not because I was riding in an area where it was probably some shit going on. But I was just riding too. This ain't even that long ago. I'm like, damn, that nigga still on that type of time. Yeah, they on that type of time, nigga. It's yeah, never that yeah. never not that type of time with police. It was a, it was a uptown in your parts, but but yeah, on St. Nick in the forties. But yeah, man, this is uh this is quite interesting. I, I really for one, the funniest part is you smoking weed. When niggas was watching you on TV, That's I knew you was never gonna. I knew it was gonna happen. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm but not, the funny I'm thing is, when I got it. arrested, they was putting out little funny like memes. I guess like uh, he was high in this meeting. I was like, I was. Meme <laughs> 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 I know some niggas knew. People some that niggas knew. knew. Yeah. My fr- nigga, this nigga knew. I tell you that right there, nigga. Dave, with my partners, he was doing what's fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Dave's mom, but we was right. He was still in high school. Yeah, yeah, younger than me. He was a senior. Hold on, my daughter calling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick that right up. Right here. Hey, baby girl, you going to bed? Daddy's in an interview. I'll be home in like an hour. Well, maybe like three hours. I love you though. I gotta call you back, okay? Okay. Real <laughs> Oh, I gotta pick up every time because I, me, I, I think it's important man. to be present, especially in my daughter's life, bro. Yeah. How many times I sat here and picked up the phone for my son? Got <laughs> to. But I just had a son too. <laughs> I'm so excited. I ain't answering right he's now one. He just started one in August. I'm the what? That little and he's Joseph the third. You right? Named, I'm named after my pop. Mm-hmm. So he's named after like what? Same with me. Yes, yeah, yeah, the legacy. Yeah, my yeah, pop yeah, loves it too. And he's like, what? My pops love that shit. That's a fact, bro. He love that shit, man. Bro, that's an L. That's L. I'm proud of my Who was your favorite rapper growing up? Ooh. Um, so you gotta think about my era. I'm not gonna name like a Biggie or a Pac, even though I did love them. Biggie obviously was one of the greatest lyricists to ever do it. But and I grew up more in a time where like Dipset and like Fab and Jada. And to keep it real, you I, I when every time they ask a question, Fab was always my favorite rapper because of like the smooth flow for some reason. I always liked Fabulous. Like, that was always my favorite rapper, and, and, and a lot of people used to make fun of me too. But Diddy, but I didn't think it was the rapping about Diddy. Was it was it about mean? it was the boss. Gotcha. He had gotcha. to him. Gotcha. I was like, nigga, I gotta be like this nigga. As a kid, you could ask my pops, be like, I'm gonna be like that nigga right there. Like That's that good, nigga, the cool nigga. He in the but really fat was the really the guy that um, I used to listen to all his shit, man. And Jada too. So but I know you had all the throwbacks. And Dipset too. I was a heavy Dipset man. I was a heavy. He was in Harlem. He was in the I loved nigga. Dipset, bro. Cameron was one. Purple Haze was yeah, probably one of my favorite man, albums. Bro. Still, when I hear it, because I got it on my album music, I'm like, this album, Cold Kill, Killer, you went crazy on that album. You know what I'm saying? All of it, but all Dipset. I loved, always loved Dipset, man, too. Like, that was just really the era that I grew up in. 50 Cent, too. Obviously, he's so clean. Like, 50 was big, but I had also liked Ja Rule, too, if I'm keeping real. I liked them nah, both. Like, like me. And I never Wait, was a nigga, I never picked a side. A lot of niggas thought they had to pick a side. I used to just be like sounding like y'all like Jabu. Yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, I like Jabu. I don't hold you. And I know him too. Personally, he's a cool Jabby nigga. Jabu was bro. number one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, But bro, I like them both, bro. And, and it, I think I grew up in a cool time in music, too. Because a lot of eras came from that. Like, I also grew up, like, able to hear my beat. Young, but, like, I'm hearing that. But my first album I ever bought, it was on a cassette tape. And I had the Walkman. I remember we was going. You were that era, nigga. Let's go. It was Big Willie style. Will Smith. Guilty confession. Mm -hmm. I bought that album and I also bought Laven Simone's single. What the fuck was I doing? (laughs) The crazy thing is when I bought Big Willie style, I bought Usher. My way, I think, came out, and then the remix was on the other side. Look it up. 
Raven Simone had a single up on a tape? Yes. Nah, she used to rap. On rapping? Nah, facts. Raven Simone was a rapper? Olivia, nigga. From That's All Raven. Olivia, Before That So Raven, she had a fucking rap record. You fucking my head up, bro. I swear to God. She's nice? Well, nah, I don't know who was nah, right. She was a kid, bro. She, she was. was a kid. I don't know what it you was. You tapped in, no, no, no. But I, I bought it. I bought it. We gonna look it up on a play because I feel like I might have. She was like one of those kids. Yeah. That's dope, though. Bro, Cosby made her nah. So you remember Raven Simone? Yes. Y'all niggas. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. She my age. Raven Simone is exactly my age. Okay. Raven Simone ain't that much older than us, nigga. You eighty-nine. Nigga said eighty-five. <laughs> no, I, 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 know, I never met Raven Simone, but 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 that's dope though. I didn't know that. I didn't know she rapped. Yeah, that's bro. right. I mean, everybody. I think everybody's dibbled and dabbled in rap. You know what I'm saying? Tried it once or twice, see if it worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit, Shaq did it. Shaq went platinum, but Shaq actually a rapper. Shaq, Shaq a rapper. He got song with Biggie. Yeah, Shaq that fuck out of here. Song. Fire song with Biggie too. Yeah, yeah. He come on. I ain't gonna lie, Shaq that. Dude, kids, dog. That shit was hard. I ain't gonna lie. That's that, that was a miss. But I'm gonna tell you why Shaq went platinum. In the time, you know, there's no Instagram, there's no nothing. He's a, the biggest basketball player, right? Aren't world. you gonna buy the album? That's true. You're gonna give him a chance, cause the second one, what the second one do? Not to hate, but like it didn't do what the first yeah, one did. Because you heard what you already was gonna get. It's like, I, but his single was good too. So and it was he like had a movie, and he had all of that working for him. So at them times, I think in that era, when you're just a big celebrity, you could you could strike while the iron was hot. And I think Shaq really did that. And he wasn't a bad rapper. But I think he really went platinum because people bought him to Shaq. They wanted to just buy anything Shaq. Niggas still probably have his memorabilia. Like how you have this yeah, shit. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is a legendary album. And rightfully so, it was a smart purchase. You know what I'm saying? It's a basketball player that hoops that dropped an album and got Biggie and shit on the shit. That shit was crazy. That's crazy. That shit is crazy. You know, you said something else. Um, said your pops had you talking to Steven Tyler. Yeah, yeah, right. dope. So, you know. Being around all of this shit for your whole life, who's the coolest person outside of your pops and your uncle that you that 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 you've been around that you had a moment with? Like the Steven Tyler, you like that was different. That was, that was a real you yeah, slid that, that in. Like, yeah, my pops had me with Steven Tyler. Nah, I kept oh yeah, going. because you know we used to be like, at shows and shit and they used to do stuff. I remember they did a tour together one time and like Steven Tyler used to like tell me and Diggy to come on stage and come on stage and shit. That shit would be cool. But ooh, uh man. I'm trying to think. The coolest? I don't. I, I really don't know, man. Like it's it's hard to say, cause cause I've met so many people. I think, uh, man. I really can't. I can't say. So many I met so many people though, but I, but at the end of the day. There's still people I wish I would have met. Like, I ain't meet Michael Jackson. I wish I would have met a nigga like Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, that would have been cool. Like, uh, I'm really trying to think. But it'd probably be, it'd probably be, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really be Who's the most famous person you met? It's hard to say. Because my pops is like, that's, yeah, that's, that's why I didn't that's, even want to ask that question. Hard to he said besides them. Said you said excluded from them. It's hard to say. Excluded from them. Uh, I mean, I meet a lot of people through passing, too. You know what I'm saying? It depends. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like I would have to say, like, name somebody. I'm like, oh, you met them or seen them in passing. Because I can't Damn. think off the top. Like, I look and I see Nip. That's I a lot Nip. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's so many, it's so many um, people. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, there's so many people from, like, being young and you know, seeing LL Cool J throughout the times and... Just like, just shit, shit like that. That's crazy. I remember when I was working for my um 
But I remember I was working for my uncle with Global Grind actually when I got older and shit like that and LL came to the uh LL came to the to the offices one time too, so that was another time I got to meet him. But just like just just being around people, bro. Like I don't I don't really know. I think the coolest moment was when see this is what I can give you. Not the coolest person I met, but the coolest moment. Going on London it. tour with Run DMC hmm. when I was probably like ten. It was like three weeks. Like, I'm with my pops on tour in London. Me, Jay's kids, these kids, you know what I'm saying? TJ and Jesse, shout out to my brothers. Shout out to TJ. Shout out to Jason. You know what I'm saying? Those are the coolest moments. All them niggas is like twins. But I'm going to tell you why it was a coolest moment. My dad, I always wanted to be a rapper as a kid. I started rapping when I was five years old because, you know, you idolize your dad. And he was allowing me at the end of every show to come out and spit a 16. I'm like nine or some shit, bro. Hmm. My cousin, Chris Classic at the time, had wrote the verse for me. And I'm coming out every night. And I'm doing this verse. And TJ, he was a little shy at the time, TJ. And I know he remembers this, but he used to come out and kind of like be my hype man. He'd be like, yo, where my dog at? Yo, Joe, where you at? And I come out and I spit this little, yo, 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 my name is Joe, Joe. Like some wild shit, I don't remember it. And that was the coolest moment of life because now after the shows, I'm signing autographs for my pops. Like, yeah, you're gonna be the next yeah. big thing, man. Like, yeah, you're a kid, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, you need to get an autograph from you. So, that's what I'm saying. I, the people never really mattered. It's the moments to me that mattered more. Like, that moment of being out there with them and, and we're like, oh, yeah, this is dope. Like, I mean, I didn't even know what, what places I was in. I just know I'm out of the country. And I took a flight to go out the country with my pops to go, he's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? It was dope, man. That that was the dope moment. That's what I, what I remember always and be like, that's. Something that was crazy. That's fire. I got pictures from it. That's fire. That's fire. Alright, so we got a segment on this show. Come it's on. one of the show segments called Shoot the Fire. He gives you five names and you give me the first thing that comes to mind when he gives you the names. I just you yeah, know shoot, this 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 this, this is show. just give me just give me the first word come to your mind. Your father, Rev Run. Goat. Team Blackout. That's that's those my brothers, but I uh, it was it was a time in life, man. It was just a time in life. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. That's crazy. I wasn't ready. Your sister Angela. Hustler. Yeah. Big. I love her. That's we close as hell. Uncle Rush. The man. The, the that dude. Lastly, yourself, Jojo. The future. The now. The the the. I, I'm hustler. Like just like Angela. Like, just I'm here, like me, like you know what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't got nothing to say about myself. I, I, I hate talking. I like showing results. There you go. I want people to see what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? I can tell people what I'm about to do, but then it, you know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all. I want y'all. You can feel me when I really, right. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I, that was cool. That was dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I fuck with. Nice I little fuck. five. How many niggas you went to fight over your sisters, man? A lot. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yo, boy from IAR, I don't know if you was there at them times, but I had to press somebody at IAR for the bullshit. This is real shit. Y'all niggas think I be playing like, bro, as I'm, I'm a younger than both of them. So I've always been this young scrappy nigga, always trying to like, I don't know, think I'm going to fight mm -hmm. older niggas for them for some reason. Always, bro. Like, you had to be like Always, that, but I felt like that was my role. It was. I don't know why. It was. Nobody ever told me to do it. It was just like, 
God sent me on this mission <laughs> to protect the national anthem at all costs. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? No, like, I just, I think we're just so close. Because I realized me, her, me and them two are from the same parents. My mom and my dad. And we've always been tight-knit. And we always talk. I speak to them all the time. Like I said, I spoke to Angela before this interview. Where you at? New York? Oh, yeah, I think I might pull up on you after this. Like that. So, to me... Uh, it's just, I don't know, man, it's crazy, man. I, I just, it's, it's, me and my sisters are just super close, man, and, and, and it's, it's always been like that. It makes sense. I was just trolling when you asked me that. But no, I, 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 but, yeah, I, yeah, I've always been like that. I've always been like that with, with them, and, and I've always been protective when it comes, but yeah, a lot of niggas. I was at IAR one time, and somebody said some slick shit, and I was ready to fight the nigga, and thank God he backed down, because... I don't know if I would have won that one. I don't know. <laughs> it's about I don't know. I mean, it's about not saying that I lost, but and then the nigga don't never want to fight it's over their sister, but up. but it was, I had to stand up. Yeah, right? you yeah. had to stand up. You That's what, what it's saying? about, bro. But Fuck he he, he was he was a clown anyway. Not <laughs> <laughs> happened to your sister, right? No, I mean, okay. and then he just see me. I was always so gun ho that it was like they need to be around. You just say some shit. Well, your sister's is bad. What you said, nigga? <laughs> but now it don't matter. I be like, I know my mm -hmm. family is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I should expect that. I'll be mad if you said my sister ugly. Gangster. <laughs> I'll be more mad at that. At this point, you know what I'm saying? But I just, I don't know. I just always felt like it was my role to just protect them. And, and I really do love my sisters. And, and, and they, they, they the dopest females to walk the earth. They both work extremely hard. Great mothers, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and shout out to Angela. I, I always want to say shout out to Angela because, you know, she lost her... Um, you know, lots of baby, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, we mm -hmm. don't, I don't like speaking yeah, on her much, know. but she took gun yeah. violence mm -hmm. yeah. and she's strong. She travels, she works, and she still makes sure that she's present in her son's life and does what she's supposed to do. And she's a great mother. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Angela for sure. I always like to shout her out whenever I get a chance because she's strong and she, she, she works her ass off to do what she do and provide for her son and, and, and still do see how y'all see her. You know I know y'all was kind of the closest, even though that's siblings, my dog. siblings Me don't and like Vanessa are that. very close too, but she lives in L.A. And now Angela lives in Atlanta, but she just moved to Atlanta. Like, mm -hmm. Angela's son and my daughter talk on the iPad every morning and night. I'm like, yo, give it up. <laughs> hey, you but just you want that, though. Of course. Yeah, of co that. That's, the, that's the, the relationship we want with our kids, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, for them to be dumb close. Like, they, they're close. My daughter's close to Vanessa's daughter, too. You know, when we go to L.A., we, I just took her to L.A. for three weeks. And I was filming going up hip-hop and seeing her cousin every other day. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's the type of shit that we building. We was built on family. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna keep it that way. You know what I'm saying? You know? What do you like filming more? Growing up hip-hop or Run's House? Run's House. Of course. Nick could wait. Things like Run's House. You know why? <laughs> Growing up hip-hop, I love it. And it provides a lot. And, 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 and a lot of opportunity. And we do a lot of cool shit. But they, they sometimes they breed off drama. Yeah. And, 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 and Run's House was never that. Never that. And I just... I have no problem with the drama. I get what sells and I get what people watch. And I always tell growing up hip hop that. Like I get it. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Catch me in my moments where I'm flipping the fuck out, I get it. You're gonna air it. That's what people are gonna watch. But I don't even blame anybody behind it no more. I just tell them all my my castmates, let's try to uphold ourselves in the best light we can as black kids that did come from these lineages. Because they wanna see us tear us apart and divide and not, and not get them together and really get this money. Bro, we come from something that's so special that we were able to say, all of us on that show, we're all able to say that we came from legends. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? We even added Casey and JoJo's kids. Like, 
Sequoia and Devin, and they like they might not be rap growing hip hop, but those are still legends. And for us to, I just don't want us to squander any opportunities by giving them arguments and bullshit. Let's show them how we moving and getting businesses and how I got a business, three is four, and offices downtown LA. We really making moves. We ain't about the drama, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I love shooting growing up hip-hop, too. We have fun. I love all my castmates. I love the producers, the camera people, the audio people, I, all that. But Run South was just so, so family-orientated, and we really had fun as a family. Like, like it. We went to Hawaii. We went, we did, you know, fly fishing when we was in Colorado and shit. Like, we really had fun. Like, really had fun. Me and Diggy and Rusty really was having fun on them cameras. Like, it was. It became our life. It became like go to school, come home. Cameras is right there. Mm -hmm. I was waking up, walk through the school bus, and the cameras, and the people were coming in. They weren't there. A lot of people was acting there too. They weren't there twenty four seven. They would come early, early in the morning. They probably arrived like six seven in the morning, and leave at night, mm -hmm. film all day. That's crazy. Have a structure. So yes, everything on that show was real. Nothing was fake. Nothing was scripted. But it was structured. It was like I right, will put you in the kitchen and talk about. And was about to graduate. Talk about that, and we give him magic. We're going to throw a party. That, that's how the episodes came about. It was like really real shit, but structured. You know what I'm saying? You didn't just say, oh, just throw you on camera. No, what is, what is, what's going on around in your house today? Or what's going on in your life now? And then make the episode about that. Okay. Like the, when I got arrested, they made it a whole episode, you know? And that made sense. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, my brother, <clears throat> for one, I thank you for coming by. It's been a long time fucking coming. I appreciate it. Long time coming. Two, I love your enthusiasm about weed. Yeah. And I'm definitely intrigued and want to be more involved in three is four. Yeah, come fuck with me. I need you, know you on some shit with me. Whatever you need from me, I'm at your disposal. You know what I mean? Because all I, I, I sent the bat signal. It was quick. Yo, Dizzle, what we doing? What time you need me? What time when? It was easy. So... You already know it's nothing but fucking love. I've always cheered respect to you, you brother. You know, I, like, yeah, this was an easy no-brainer interview. I was happy to do this interview. This is actually my first interview in a long time, and actually my first interview was smoking. Like, I know, because you don't do, you don't never do this shit. But I'm here with my guy. I'm here with my brother. I'm so comfortable. I'm safe. This shit don't do nothing. This don't harm nobody. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxing with my guys, and we chopping it up yes, over sir. a plant. Yes, sir. And that's what three is four is about. It's about you know, the betterment of the plant. You know what I'm saying? That's what we trying to do is just everything for the betterment of the plant. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm all for that shit. Yeah. I'm in. And that's well, why I need you, man. I need you to, to come and, and, and definitely stand with me on some of these things, man. Hey, bro, just it. tell me where I got to be and I'm going to be there. He going to do it. Lastly, before we, take, before, we, before we end, though, and I wanted to get your take on this because being a rapper, and I think that they say being a rapper is like the most dangerous thing. How do you feel about takeoff? Mm. <sighs> Hurt my soul. Hurt my soul too. That's Cause he didn't deserve it, and it was like a freak accident. It seems like to me. He don't deal with death and hip hop good. Yeah, I don't. I don't deal with death good at all. But as far as our, our comrades, even if we never crossed paths before, we in the same profession, and, and they look at us the same way, and it's just like him and Nipsey from the ground. You know what I'm saying That's that was crazy. my brother. Yeah, I, I met. You know see, I, mean? I met him a few times, and Nipsey was an awesome. Dude, he never gave me a vibe. Come. Yeah, he never gave me a vibe. He didn't mm -hmm. fuck with me. Like, mm -hmm. he always gave me a vibe. Like, yo, like, he fucked with me. Like, mm -hmm. any yo, nip, I'm gonna come, yeah, all right. Like, I'm like, all right, That's this nigga, was. it was cool. Yeah. I remember one time I seen him at Summer Jam, I was like, I fuck with you. He's like, you don't fuck with me. Like, like <laughs> I'm like, nah, nip, I don't really fuck with you. That was the first time I met him. I was like, I fuck with your music. A lot of niggas 
He died and a lot of niggas try to fuck with his music. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking with niggas. You could check my music. Yeah, nah, Yo, you wanna know something? I got I shit before. Crenshaw, all that. I got fucked out. Head up, right? So, your, 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 your dad's, one of your dad's role managers at the time. Who's that? Steve Lobel. Yeah, that's my guy. Okay. Um, I met Steve Lobel when I met Nipsey Hussle. So that's the whole correlation for that. Steve and Shipes and Big U, that was the link to Nip at that time. So to hear you say you was a Nip fan is not far-fetched. I love Nip. Because it's hard for me to listen to their music sometimes. Even Same. when Pop Smoke. Like, yeah, that was my A lot of people who listen to the music try to support them, I'd be hurt. Chinks. Because I'd be like, damn, they can't make no more. Yeah, same They can't do this. Like, with the takeoff, yeah. like I said, to get back to takeoff, it, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit just happened random, mm -hmm, bro. Mm -hmm. And in the state of hip-hop, it's hurt. And it goes back to the mental state of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mentally, how are rappers doing? How do we feel? How are rappers feeling? You know what I'm saying? That's a Unsafe. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, we came from being the superheroes to being the niggas that we, we being plotted on. Right. They used to protect the rappers. Now they don't care. Up. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. My heart goes out to his family and friends. And, and for all my other comrades that's still going strong and putting themselves in, in environments that they graduated from, it's the reason you graduated. I don't think I'll visit my alma mater. And well, my alma mater doesn't exist anymore because the last time I graduated was like junior high, I think. I ain't graduated high school. But I don't think I don't think I would go back if I did. So I mean, you know, man, just everybody stay dangerous, man. Stay out the way. Stay out the way. Word. Yo, what's that stupid shit you say? Yo, curls for the girls, waves for the bays, nass for the hood rats. We got JoJo Simmons and his motherfucker. Smoke this a personal party show, bro. We out here. Yeah. And the Knicks is up. We gonna win. But the Knicks is up. Knicks is up. Them. Twelve. We killing them. Fourth quarter. We going for the win. We going for the win. Oh, and one. I just need these niggas to keep it. Dolan, I need to get close out with Dizzy, man. You heard him. He's love. It's love. Jimmy, baby. It's love, Dolan. It's me. It's love, Dolan. It's trust me. I need some close I was trying to get some tickets, too. Y'all ain't get back to me yet. I'm just saying. Man, look, man. Celebrity roll, man. We do. I need to be on a. Thank you. We do. I need to be on a celebrity roll. And we going to AW. Let's go. Let me know. Text me. You got my number. You tell you call me. I pick right up. Text me that. That's easy. That's L. That's easy. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.